Welcome to the 23rd episode of Indian Markets with KR and what an insane day for the markets. I mean, honestly, had anyone expected anything even remotely close to this, especially after such a negative day that we saw? And I mean, the max that I have seen the market go up or down is around 250 points or so. Uh, obviously, I'm not that seasoned. But from what I hear that, that this was the biggest move, uh, that Nifty has made in 10 or 11 years. And just let that sink in for a bit. And that's, that's honestly insane. If we, if we look at the charts, if we look at the 10 minute chart, we can see that the normal movement that Nifty has of one entire day or even two days sometimes, was the movement that it uh, that it made in uh, in ten minutes, and that is just insane. And if you look at if you look at the chart, if you look at the ten minute chart, you'll be able to see that it went from almost the swing low of the the the, the thirty day low to well above the thirty day high in one day. And honestly, that's just insane. And I'll talk more on my views of, uh, you know, the markets and why they moved, in my opinion, and how they moved uh, later on in, in this very episode. But first, I'd like to start with um, what I had said, what I had mentioned in the previous episode, that, you know, all this this massive movement was, I would not say it's expe- it was expected, but, uh, you know, it... There was definitely some hint given by the markets and I would not say that this is something that I had, uh, you know, analyzed or expected on Friday. I would say that this was definitely coming uh, quite possibly in, in this week that it comes. So I expected it to happen. I expected it to happen, you know, cumulatively after one week or so. Uh, that too, maybe not 500 points, maybe just a few points above. So that, you know, the trend line was respected because that's what we saw, uh, happening since 2016 pretty much. So again, uh, you know, this was completely unexpected, even as someone who was expecting some move, some positive move. But, uh, you know, more on that later. Uh, for now, let's jump to the 10 minute chart as we always do. Uh, there, there was a gap up opening, but 50 MA resistance overpowered it it was also right around the pivot point at 10740 so it went down and uh, it took 8 and 20 ma support and after that we saw the 820 crossover and a pretty linear climb after that zero zero resistance provided by any resistance levels the r1 was at 10800 boom broken in the very uh, first positive candle just be- before 11 o'clock R2 again broken very easily, R3 broken very easily. The only resistances that we saw were from uh, the 30-day high, the 30-day high level. So that there, there was a bit of resistance there, but not really. So it was easily able to, you know, overcome it uh, without any issues. Thanks to the ATMA support, and after that, at around 11,000, just below 11,400. It turned back, it went down, and it took 20 MA support. So that was, that, that's honestly 
all there is to say about the day because there really was not much drama. The only drama was that it just kept on increasing and in, and increasing and increasing. And based on a trend line that I had made, uh, a short uh, short term trend line that I had made on 18th September, you know, the, the trend line showed that it should, you know, it should have closed around 10,997 or 11,000 by now. It's well above that level, let's be honest. So, uh, I'm not saying that it might go down back to that level. It's, it's definitely a possibility, but that is what the trend line indicated. And, you know, it's, it's just, it's, the move on the 10 minute chart is something that you need to see. Uh, it, it, it just reversed the entire losses that it made, uh, from, from pretty much 13 September. And the entire gains that it made in just in a matter of minutes like that. So definitely look at the 10 minute chart if you haven't already. Even if you don't look at charts, just look at it. You will be amazed. And honestly, a 569 point move. It's, it's, while, while this was happening, I was just in awe. I was just looking at the index going up, looking at the price movements and it was something to behold honestly if you if you were not able to look at it you missed out on something really really big and i i hope that we see more of this uh, in the future obviously but let's be honest it, it nothing of that sort is guaranteed ever uh, with that being said let's jump on to the daily chart and we see that there was definitely an m pattern and that m pattern has been respected pretty well Except for the resistances which were given zero respect at all. So now we see that, uh, you know, the index is just, it's, it's above 200 DMA. It's above, uh, the 11,150 line that I'd mentioned that, hey, if, if there is going to be a positive move, if we want to establish it as a positive trend, so to speak, then we should be seeing a close above 11,150 purely because that is, uh, you know, that's the previous swing high and that is also a very important resistance. So if it's to be sort of classified as a positive move, then we should be seeing something above 11,150. Obviously, I was expecting it to happen, you know, in the next one or two weeks. Clearly on that front, I was way off about the timeline. So definitely a good thing, I'd say. Uh, but again, more on that later. We see that it, it, it did face some resistance as, as you can see by the close on, uh, by, by 17th May's, uh, candle. If you look at it, there was a big gap up on 17th to 21st May. So that gap definitely acted as a resistance, uh, not just for um, the close, but also for the high. Of course, 11,400 psych level is also a very important resistance, which, you know, basically stopped the index from going further, making a bigger high. So that's definitely a factor. Coming to the FIB levels, which was also one of the basis of my... Uh, analysis it had almost completely retraced and then it just jumped back up uh, no resistance is given by the other levels uh, the other levels just for your information were at 11,017 11,158 and 11,300 11,300 was obviously 
the the one that actually gave resistance to the index so 38.2 percent fib 11,300 closed just below that the next resistance was going to be 11,476 so that may be the resistance that we see um, later on if you know the, the move is going to continue so that's one resistance that I would look out for um, the next one being at around 11,643 or so so those are some resistances for nifty on the daily chart <coughs> If we come to the supports, the very first support is going to be at uh, 11,158, sorry, 11,230, and that's the 200-day moving average. And, you know, if, if you've been following my podcast or even my articles for even a few days, you know that how, how just how important the 200-day moving average has proven to be. So definitely it's going to be a support. Uh, at least technically speaking it should be a support uh, or you know it may just turn back down because it's not that far off it's barely 50 points away from the moving average so it may also act as a so as a resistance you may you never know because there's always that sort of uh, you know plus minus a uh, few points ka gap that's there so it may act as a resistance also uh, even though it's already breached it, so keep that in mind. 11,230 is where it's at right now. The next support after that is going to be 11,158. Happens to be the FIB level, happens to be a support uh, around the May time. So we see that it was a support on 16th May. Uh, that's just before the big, big gap that was created. So that is another support level. Also, it was a previous resistance, and we know that previous resistances do become supports. So 11,158 or so, you know, plus minus 15, 20 points here and there. That's going to be another support. And yeah, I mean, the, the FIB levels were respected very well. The thing that was respected the most, obviously, in my opinion, was the trend line that we drew from, uh, in case you missed thursday's episode we drew it from feb 2016 and we we took feb 2016's uh, low and we matched it to uh, you know the the moves that we saw happening this past week so when we did do that we saw that it it has respected that level a lot in the past and basis that it did respect those levels today as well Interestingly, if you look at the RSI, it went from just under 40 to now just below 60. It's at 58 right now. The thing that concerns me, one of the things that concern me is that we've seen RSI 60 resistance also on, um, on, you know, for Nifty. So that is definitely one thing that Nifty needs to, uh, keep in mind that hey rsi 60 resistance is there also so it may so happen that it can just reverse down and again i'll come to that more later on for now let's just look at the chart patterns uh, the next chart is obviously going to be the weekly one since this is a weekly episode after all uh, weekly analysis episode not weekly episode i do this daily in case you haven't noticed yet but again uh this this trend line is is followed extremely well on the weekly chart i mean honestly it's so clean 
uh, I, I, I am just left speechless by how clean it is. Again, if you match, I'll give you the exact dates also. If you match, uh, the low of 26th February 2016 to, um, to pretty much today, not the low of today though, if you just draw a straight line, you're gonna see that it's respected it so much. The first time that it went down and jumped back up from there is on 30th December 2016. The next time is on 2nd November 2018. And of course, another time is now. So it jumped back up on 13th September. And of course, now again, it jumped back. And we see that, you know, if we were to get a hint of whether this trend line is working or not, we could have just looked at the 13th September candle and said, hey, you know, the 13th September candle did respect the trend line. And while, you know, the current, the current situation, the current week was down till Thursday, there is obvious, there's, there's gonna be that chance that it would respect it further. So perhaps, you know, this week would have fallen down. And, you know, there are obviously gonna be exceptions. There's gonna be that little bit of difference that, that's always gonna be there with technical analysis. So there, there was obviously going to be that, you know, little, uh, possibility of it closing down but overall since it's respected the trend, this trend line so well uh, you know there, there there was a very slim chance that it would have uh, actually continued that sort of downfall for more but obviously this was just one day uh, I would refrain from making many tra- trading decisions and investing decisions based on one day's movement especially because you know, the day was just all over the place. I, I would honestly not really, uh, count all of this in as my trading basis. And again, more on that later. For now, if we look at the weekly chart again, we see why it stopped, why the week stopped where it stopped. And it was resistance provided by one of the candles and if you look at 17th may again you'll see that there was a gap and it resisted that it resisted today's movement basically so 17th may's close uh, was almost right at uh, today this this week's high coincidentally this week's high was also uh, you know resistance was also given by 20 ma this week so that might be a res- resistance in the future. 20 MA is at 11,401. Of course, psychological levels play into, uh, you know, this game a lot. So that is going to be one interesting resistance, whether it's able to breach it this coming week. Because, you know, that there's, there's going to be fluctuations, whether it can make a plus 200 point move this very week or whether it takes, it, it sort of uh, takes it pretty slow because we've seen positive movements it's just that you know when we're talking about these weekly movements we've seen movements ranging from plus minus 100 to 400 points that's a pretty wide range but again uh, we've seen those movements and again that's the range so it, it may you know be flat at the end of the day like we may see a doji at the end of the week but it's 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 made that plus minus 100 to 400 point movement generally it's it's at least three to 400 points from what we've seen but we've seen some extremely tight days also some extremely tight weeks also my bad 
So it remains to be seen whether this coming week we'll be able to uh, breach the 11,400 mark at the end of the week, of course. I'm not talking about, uh, you know, the, the movements during the week. I'm talking about the end of the week because that is what really matters when we're talking about the weekly chart. And the best way to possibly talk about that is that, hey, you know, on Thursday, this week was completely negative. And I'm talking completely negative. You can see that uh, it was definitely below 10,000. It was below 10,700 also. And sure, that's a support level. But hey, that's not exactly positive, especially when the previous week uh, closed at, you know, 11,075. So... And then, and then Friday came and then we just short shoot up. So the week is not over till it's over. And because of that, I would still wait for one more week to see if the 20 MA line has been breached. If it has, then very good news. Uh, it, it means that it, it's been able to sort of sustain that level. Uh, in my opinion, that's what my reading would be. And again, more on a bit more on that later on. So, that that's honestly what what i can see on the weekly chart i haven't really done any fibs on this so let's change that i'll do a live one let's see and oh interestingly if if we do a fib from 26th october 2018 to approximately 7th june 2019 we see that it, today's uh, rather that the past week's move was right in line with 61.8% fib and if 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 you recall there's there's this abcd pattern that's there so if uh, if if let's say the the, the index or the stock the price goes up and then down to a certain point so it retraces a bit it's going to take support from that point and then go up even more so Essentially, what it means is that the low, the 100% level was 10,300. The max level was around 12,103. 12, and it took support at 61.8%. That's 10,797. So essentially, we should be seeing a move between 1 to 2x of uh, you know 12100 minus 12797 so if i can just try to do that here real quick not too sure if if my device will be fast enough to uh, you know do the calculations without this becoming an extremely long and boring episode but again 12100 minus 10797 that's a that's 1300 points crazy crazy big move so I'll do it once again just to be sure. 1300 point move. So essentially what it says is that from uh, June to September, it, it fell by 1300 points. So that's, that's what around um, six, three months. So essentially what it says is that we should be seeing a 1300 to 2600 point move in the coming I would, I, I'd, I'd honestly say three to six months because it's really hard to, uh, you know, say that, hey, it'll happen in the next three months because it, it can just go either way. But essentially what the ABCD pattern says is that it should make that much of a move in the coming three to six months. 
So again, if we look at the retracements, that's what it says. And whether it respects the retracement or not really depends on a lot of other variables. So that that's only something that we can say uh, after it's after after it's retraced it probably. So that's my reading on the weekly chart. So com- coming to more on you know the actual Friday's movement, and I'm going to skip, not not really skip, but I'm going to cut short our regular you know top gainers, top losers because. There were just seven gainers, seven losers for the day, and that to very little quantities. But there were seven stocks that did, that gained about 10%. So you can just imagine just how crazy positive the day was. And there were many, many more which, uh, which gained about 5%. So honestly, it, it was, it was a crazy day for, pretty much every single stock on on NSE and BSE. So honestly, there's no real point in actually nitpicking and, and analyzing every single top gainer and loser because despite the inherent news and the inherent uh, chart patterns, because everything increased, this all, these also increased. I mean, Aisha Motors, Hero Motors, 13, 13% up. That, that's just crazy, right? And definitely the corporate tax effect might not be every single thing that caused this increase. And that brings me on more on the, on my reading or my thoughts on this, on Friday's movement. And, you know, my view is that on the face of it, the corporate tax decision was not really enough. You know, it did boost the markets. It did give them like a steroid or a quick little, you know, caffeine shot of sorts. But the thing is, the entire movement seemed like it was almost completely based on uh, retail investors' euphoria. And the reason being that we've seen some very, very rough days. And if I look at Nifty's weekly chart, from 7th June, we've only seen, uh, you know, a negative move. And especially if we go by the Dow theory, you know, lower highs and lower lows, we've only seen that. And... Uh, you know, that that is not exactly something which is very confidence-inspiring for investors. So, to me, what seemed like, you know, hey, a, a, a positive push was, you know, taken to... Basically, all the retail investors piggybacked on that little uh, positive push. And I, I wouldn't call it little, but it was definitely not uh, significant enough to push every single stock by this much. So basically what I feel happened was that these investors, they piggybacked on that sort of rush and everyone was like, whoa, the, the market is increasing, whoa, such a good news. And it just kept on increasing like that, like that, like that. And more more than that, I feel that, you know, th- as far as investor confidence is concerned, it almost seemed like people have, people had lost I wouldn't say faith, but people were very skeptical about, you know, whether the economy is going to do well because the government was not really making as many public moves to, you know, boost that sort of uh, slow or slump in the economy. But when this massive, massive step was taken to cut corporate taxes, and we know that, you know, when taxes are cut, Indians are very happy. Because the last time, I believe it was in 
possibly not really sure about the dates but maybe in june or maybe in feb when that happened you know a lot of people were very uh, sort of expecting to be disappointed that hey there might be a rich tax basically an inherent tax inheritance tax that's going to be levied and that was honestly not too uh, good of a news and that's why you know the markets were sort of in two minds hey should we go up or should we you know go down but so based on that alone indians really love it when taxes are cut so that is also another thing that hey you know the government has got taxes oh that's so good and also um, you know there's there's that added element that hey the markets are not doing that well the, uh, the markets are not doing that well but at least the government is thinking about some you know corrective actions the, at least the government has taken some steps in the right direction to uh, you know possibly limit that slowdown and that honestly is something which boosts uh, investor confidence a lot because you know investors know that hey this government or any government for that matter is at least listening and understanding what the problems are and they are acting on it so that is also one uh, factor which i feel has uh, something to do with it and there is honestly another thing which which sort of stuck out for me and that is that uh, generally all of these big big announcements are done after trading hours and if this big of an announcement was done friday after hours and you know the markets were not the charts were not showing a long position expected for according to a lot of people's analysis so every single person who would have shorted the market shorted taken any short position for that matter would have suffered a lot on monday when the markets would have opened gap up because of this news so i feel that on some level that was probably the rationale or that was probably the thought process behind keeping all of this information um you know right at the start of the market pretty much because the market can also ride uh on this news and anyone who's taken short positions can exit without really you know being completely shocked and stunned and you know pretty much being completely wiped out so that is one thing that stuck out for me for me in general and it's it's honestly a good thing but at the same time my point is that this sort of euphoria based uh sentiment and this sort of euphoria based movement may not sustain and the reason for that is that you know ultimately this corporate tax cut does not really solve some of the fundamental issues that are present within these companies or within the markets or within the economy so while this is definitely a welcome move it does not really change the financials that much i mean sure you're going to save on taxes but what if your company is loss making in the first place i mean we're looking at some companies like aisha motors you know hero motors all of those companies and i'm not saying that they are bad but the thing is you know it does not really change the fundamentals of that company if that company is seeing a very bad day as far as sales are concerned it's not going to be suddenly all rosy for that company if we look at some of the banks we see yes bank going up by 2.59 a bank which has done extremely poorly in the past 
and we see that almost every single bank has done great i mean sure that's that's a good thing but to me you know as an observer as someone who just who's trying to dig deeper into this what i see here is that you know it was almost as if people are just trying to piggyback on this gain because the banks suddenly the, the the npa crisis won't suddenly be solved i mean sure reduction in taxes might you know increase the chances of these guys paying them back but then interest payments are made before taxes deducted so to me this seems almost like you know temporary sort of caffeine rush or a sugar rush that the market faced and it does not really you know solve the deeper underlying issues that all of these companies have and for that reason alone what i'm most um, you know skeptical about and the reason why i feel that you should not really take your big big trading decision based on this movement is because we do not know if this uh, if this sort of uptrend will last i mean sure if you look at the weekly chart we're seeing a, a higher high higher low movement um so that that's basically the uptrend the start of an uptrend according to the dow theory but again where if if today if last week was not you know motivated by such insane news that dow theory would have gone in the bin because we saw a pretty negative day a negative week that time so it it's almost as if this artificial rush might not sustain and i'm saying might not sustain because there's a chance that it might because if we look the markets have been on a constant uh, you know downtrend and to me it almost felt like they were extremely undervalued at one point so you know there was definitely going to be some sort of correction and i i mean correction in a, in a positive way not the regular correction sense that we use for you know a down movement but to me i felt that because they were so undervalued and because the sentiment was just so negative we had to see some sort of a positive uh, push for the markets but definitely not this big especially when we have such you know massive massive problems with certain companies i mean this does not change the fact that yes bank is you know has pretty much eroded most of its investor wealth this does not change the npa crisis at all and honestly when those things are not solved how can you expect the markets to just rally up by so much and that is the thing that i'm most concerned about that will this be will this uh, you know sort of adrenaline rush sustain so that that's that's my biggest question and i would love to know what you feel about this you know what are your thoughts on this entire day pretty much you know do you think it will sustain uh, what what was what were some of your positions did you learn something on friday something crazy what was your experience like i'd love to know and you know there there's there's another sort of possibility as far as uh, you know sustaining this trend is concerned and that's that modi is visiting houston texas uh, for the howdy modi event and there are going to be some very important talks that that will be happening and i'm honestly quite curious whether would that help in sustaining this trend even you know even if the trend is going to be sustained would that would that give that sort of push that's needed to 
help this uh, this trend you know just stay back up or at least you know stagnate for a bit because from what we've seen on the weekly chart also once uh, once the index jumps back up from the trend line we've seen some sort of consolidation some sort of slower movements so will all of this news and will further developments in the economy help the index or help the markets in general at least maintain the 11000 levels because we can be almost sure that the market is going to test the supports again that the market is going to test you know all of the levels that we mentioned 11000 11150 11300 11200 we can be sure that the market will test all of those levels and part of it might be due to profit booking but part of it might also be due to the fact that this price was just astronomically high compared to the previous one so we're going to see those tests and my main sort of uh, the, the thing that i'm most interested about interested in knowing is that will all of these events will all of these developments uh, you know news developments and these howdy modi events and all of those things will they help the market sustain this level or at least you know hover or consolidate at around this level and not correct too sharply on the down so that's my view on this one and it's 33 minutes up and you know it's very fitting because the longest episode of this podcast was for the biggest day the market has seen in the past decade so i'm going to leave you with that and again i'd love to know your views your opinions your experience of friday's uh, you know massive massive day and i'd love to know what your view on the trend is just you know let let's engage on that and yeah happy trading